0: Ah yes, it's another episode of MLB Morning Coffee coming to you on a Tuesday morning from the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. My name is Greg Moraz. It has not changed since the last time we talked. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Glad that you are along for the ride. Make sure that you write a review, leave a rating and subscribe as I always say our metrics are helped out tremendously. Also make sure to spread the word about the show. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Post on it about social media, or post on social media about it, I should say. That will help grow the show, and hey, maybe one day you'll be featured on the show. We've still got a long way to go in terms of growing this product. We are approaching 10,000 downloads all time. I know that that is not a huge number in the grand scheme of a lot of podcasts. Some episodes get over 10,000 on their own, but we're a small product. We're seeking to grow, and I hope that you will be along for the ride with me as we do. There's really not a whole lot to talk about in terms of Major League Baseball news news, so we're just going to jump right into it. Cardinals and Cubs had a doubleheader at Wrigley Field. We'll take you there for the recap of both games. The 1-0 pitch, and Miller hits a fly ball into left center field. Moore won't get there. One run is in comes another how about one more Miller on his way to third the play at the plate and Carlson is out but Miller drives in two and the Cardinals go on top three one that was Brad Miller breaking a one one tie in the top of the seventh inning in game one of the doubleheader between the Cardinals and the Cubs Cardinals would go on to win three to one winning pitcher Giovanni Gallegos he is one and Gallegos goes one scoreless inning out of the Cardinal bullpen. Kyle Hendricks takes the loss. He is 3-2. Three, three runs on three hits in six and a third innings. One walk and five strikeouts. Andrew Miller with the save, his second in game one. St. Louis got a run on the top of the third inning thanks to a Dexter Fowler homer, his second. Cubs got one in the bottom of the fourth thanks to an Ian Hap, homer, his fourth. And then the Cardinals got their next two runs on the Brad Miller RBI double. For Chicago in Game 1, they had just three hits, the only RBI coming from Ian Happ. Cardinals had just four hits, Miller had two RBI, and Fowler had one RBI. In Game 2, the Cubs beat the Cardinals 5-4. to four. Chicago scored four runs in the top of the sixth inning. That's right, the Cubs were the road team in their own ballpark because of the cancellation of the Cubs-Cardinals series at Busch Stadium. Winning pitcher Dwayne Underwood, he is 1-0. He goes an inning and a third out of the bullpen for the Cubs. No hits allowed, no walks, two strikeouts. The loser for St. Louis, Tyler Webb, he is 0-1. Three runs on two hits and two-thirds of an inning, two walks and no strikeouts. Jeremy Jeffress picks up the save. His second, he goes a perfect seventh inning. In that top of the sixth inning for Chicago, they took the lead thanks to a Wilson Contreras RBI double that made it 4-2 St. Louis, and then David Bode hit a three-run homer to put Chicago on top 5-4. To Looking at the box score for the Cubs in this ball game, nobody had multiple hits. In fact, Chicago had just three hits as a team. They drew nine walks, though, a big part of why they scored five runs. St. Louis had just five hits. Brad Miller goes two for two with three RBI and two runs scored. So a huge day all around for Brad Miller. Cubs are 14-7, Cardinals are now 5-5. and Our next stop is the Bronx for the final game of the four-game set between the Yankees and the Red Sox. That they've ever had against the Red Sox, the longest streak is 12 straight. That one's drilled deep to left field. There it goes! See ya! Another home run for Voight. A solo shot, and the Yankees lead 5-1. to Part of a two-homer day for Luke Voigt. Yankees double up the Red Sox 6-3. to They sweep the series against the Bo Sox. New York is 16-6. Red Sox are 6-17. Michael King gets the win out of the Yankee bullpen. He is 1-1. One run on three hits in three innings. No walks and two strikeouts. Martin Perez, the loss for Boston. He is 2-3. and three. three runs on two hits in three innings. Three walks, one strikeout. No save in the ball game. Yankees scored three runs in the bottom of the second inning thanks to an RBI double from Aaron Hicks and a Luke Voigt two-run homer, his sixth. Red Sox would score one in the top of the fourth inning on an RBI single from Christian Vasquez. Tiaro Estrada hit his first homer for New York, 4-1 Yankees, bottom four, and then that call that you just heard, Luke Voigt, his seventh, to make it 5-1. The other homer in the game was from Hicks, his second. Hicks and Voigt combined for five of the six RBI for the Yankees. Hicks went two for four with two RBI and two runs scored. Voigt two for four with three RBI and two runs scored. For the Red Sox, Christian Vasquez was the only player with multiple hits. He goes two for three. Our next stop takes us to Atlanta, where the Braves had some walk-off magic against the Washington Nationals. Fly ball, well hit center. Robles going back to the track, to the wall, and it's gone. Dansby with a walk-off homer in the ninth. Dansby Swanson's two-run homer caps off a four-run bottom of the ninth inning. Atlanta walks off on Washington 7-6. Braves are 14-10. Nationals are 8-12. and 12. Will Smith gets the win. He is 2-0 and for the Braves. Out of their bullpen, he allowed one run on one hit in an inning and a third, no walks and two strikeouts. Daniel Hudson gets credit with the loss. He's 1-2. He allows four runs on three hits in two-thirds of an inning, no walks and one strikeout. Nationals scored three in the top of the second inning thanks to a Luis Garcia two-run homer, his first, and an Eric Thame solo homer, his first. Bottom second, Braves cut it to one thanks to an RBI double from Nick Markakis and an RBI single from Austin Riley. Kurt Suzuki walked with the bases loaded top third to make it 4-1 Washington. Braves cut it back to one on a Travis Darno RBI single in the bottom of the third. Washington extended the lead to 5-3 on an Azdrubal Cabrera homer in the top of the fifth, his fifth, and then made it 6-3 top nine with a Juan Soto homer, his seventh. Bottom nine, Braves are down 6-3 Adam Duvall hits a two-run homer, his fourth, and then Dansby Swanson with that walk-off two-run homer that you just heard, his third. For the Braves in the game, Swanson, three for six with two RBI and two runs scored. Freddie Freeman, two for four. Also, Nick Marcakis, two for three with an RBI, a walk, and two runs scored. Adam Duvall, one for four with two RBI and a walk. Travis Darnot, one for three with two walks and an RBI. For Washington, as Dribble Cabrera was the only player with multiple hits, he goes two for four with an RBI, a run scored, and a walk. Nationals drew seven walks in the game, two drawn by Adam Eaton, and two from Kurt Suzuki. We now head down to Miami for the Mets and the Marlins. trying us try to keep a tally. And that's it, deep to right field. Birdie just gives this one a look, and that is way out of here. Into the second deck. Robinson Cano pulverizes one. His second two-run homer of the night. A monstrous clot by Cano, and it's 9-2 New York. And Alonzo crushes another one, and this one's going out of here. Second of the night for Alonzo, and he hits a tape measure shot. Cano and Alonzo go back to back and the Mets are having a party in Miami. It's 10-2 New York. A pair of two homer games for Robinson Cano and Pete Alonzo. Mets crush the Marlins 11-4. Mets are 10-14. Marlins have fallen back to earth a bit. They are now 9-7. Winning pitcher for New York, Chasen Shreve, he is 1-0. The loser, Jordan Yamamoto, he is 0-1. The save to Franklin Kiome, his first. Shreve came out of the Mets' bullpen in relief of Robert Gesellman, who left after an inning and two-thirds. Shreve goes two and a third of scoreless relief, does not allow a hit, strikes out five. Yamamoto lasted just one and a third for Miami. In fact, it got so bad that Logan Forsythe pitched the ninth inning for the Marlins. Marlins got the first run of the game in the bottom of the first inning thanks to a Matt Joyce RBI double, but New York scored three in the top of the second inning and two in the top of the third. In the top of the second inning, the Mets got their first two runs on a Dominic Smith RBI double, 2-1 New York, then Ahmed Rosario followed with an RBI double to make it 3-1. Cano hit his third homer of the year in the top of the third, a two-run shot, 5-1 New York then Pete Alonso his fourth of the year, a solo shot top five to make it 6-1. to one. Marlon's got a run back in the bottom of the fifth on a Jonathan VR home run, his second, but then in the top of the sixth inning, Jeff McNeil, a sack fly, Robinson Cano, a two-run homer, and Pete Alonzo, a solo shot. That was the highlight you just heard. Cano, his fourth, Alonzo, his fifth. In the ballgame, New York had 14 hits. Miami scored four runs, but they had 11. For the Mets, Robinson Cano, 3-for-4 with 4 RBI and 3 runs scored. Pete Alonso, 3-for-3 with 2 RBI, 2 runs scored and 2 walks. Dominic Smith, 2-for-4 with 2 RBI and a run scored. Ahmed Rosario, 2-for-5 with an RBI and a run scored. For Miami, Jonathan VR 2-for-5 with an RBI, a walk and 2 runs scored. He was the only Marlin with multiple hits. In fact, everybody in the Marlins starting lineup had a hit except for Brian Anderson. Our next stop is Baltimore for the Blue Jays and the Orioles. Yeah. Driven to center field and deep. Mullins going back. Forget about it. Randall Gritchick with a three-run shot to straightaway center field, and the Blue Jays lead 4-0. That Gritchick-Homer part of a four-run Toronto third. Blue Jays beat the Orioles 7-2. To Toronto is 8-11. and 11. Baltimore is 12-10. Hinjin Ryu, the win, he is 2-1, one One run on four hits in six innings, no walks and three strikeouts. Alex Cobb takes the loss for Baltimore. He is 1-2, five runs on eight hits in six and two-thirds, one walk and four strikeouts. Kevin Biggio got the first run of the ball game for the Blue Jays, top third with an RBI single, and then that call you just heard, Randall Gritchick with a three-run homer, his third, nothing Toronto. Baltimore got a run, bottom four on a Pedro Severino RBI single, then Gritchick with an RBI single, top seven to make it 5-1. to Kevin Biggio with a two-run homer, his sixth and top of the ninth inning, 7-1 Toronto. Renato Nunez with a meaningless run for Baltimore, bottom nine with an RBI single, 7-2 the final. Blue Jays, nine hits in the game, top two in the lineup did all of the damage. Kevin Biggio, the leadoff man, three for five with three RBI and two runs scored. Randall Gritchik, the second-place hitter, two for five with four RBI and a run scored. For Baltimore, they had just five hits in the game, Anthony Santander, was the only player with multiple hits as he goes two for four. Our next stop is Minnesota for the Royals and the Twins. And once again, despite being over 40 years old, Nelson Cruz still has the boomstick. Three and two to Nelson Cruz. A blast left center field. Headed to the bullpen. He's done it again. His fifth home run this year against Kansas City pitching. Now, I know they're playing an unbalanced schedule, but when you have eight total homers and you've got five of them against one team, that's pretty darn good. A multi-homer game for Nelson Cruz as the Twins beat the Royals 4-1. Minnesota is 15-8. Royals are 9-14. Devin Smelter with the win. He is 2-0. Smelter out of the bullpen goes 2-2 two of scoreless relief. One hit, one walk, and three strikeouts. Chris Bubich takes the loss for Kansas City. He is 0-3. Two runs on four hits in four and a third innings, four walks, and four strikeouts. No save in the ball game for either team. This was a scoreless game until the bottom of the fourth inning when Nelson Cruz hit a solo shot, his seventh to make it 1-0. Then Byron Buxton followed up with an RBI single, 2-0. Bottom six, Twins make it 3-0 with an RBI single from Max Kepler. And that homer you just heard from Cruz in the bottom of the seventh, his eighth made it 4-0 Minnesota. Top nine, Hunter Dozier got the only run of the game for Kansas City with a solo homer, his second of the year. Obviously, the big star of the game was the boomstick Nelson Cruz, two for three with two RBI and two runs scored. Eddie Rosario goes two for four for Minnesota. Jorge Polanco goes two for four as well. For Kansas City, Michael Franco was the only player with multiple hits as he went 2 for 4. Hunter Dozier 1 for 3 with that solo homer, a walk, an RBI, and a run scored. The Chicago White Sox hit four homers in a row on Sunday. How could they outdo themselves on a Monday night against the Detroit Tigers? Well, how about 6 total homers? Sabbath. Yeah, Joe and I both are iron men for enduring this. Oh, boy, that's a dart to left field. Way back there. It's number two of the night for Luis Robert. Bring everybody home, 7-2. That Luis Robert homer was the sixth of the night for the White Sox, his second of the game. Chicago beats Detroit 7-2. White Sox back over 500 at 12-11. Tigers at 9-11. Winning pitcher Cody Hoyer, he gets his first Major League win. He goes a scoreless inning out of the bullpen. Gio Gonzalez, for the second straight start, falls an out shy of qualifying for the win. He goes four and two-thirds innings, allows two runs on six hits, two walks. He strikes out ten. Matthew Boyd takes the loss for Detroit. He is 0-3, three runs on four hits over four innings, two walks, and nine strikeouts. For the White Sox, here is how the home run parade began. Tim Anderson a solo shot in the bottom of the first, his third. Yoan Moncada a solo shot, bottom one, his five, nothing Sox. Then bottom second, Tim Anderson hits his second of the game, his fourth of the year, 3 nothing Chicago. Isaac Paredes hit a 2-RBI single for Detroit in the top of the fourth inning to make it 3-2 Chicago. Then bottom six, two more solo shots, Luis Robert, his fourth, Danny Mendick, his first, that made it 5-2. And then Luis Robert with a two-run homer, that call that you just heard, 7-2 Chicago at that point. White Sox with 11 hits in the ballgame. Tim Anderson, 2-for-5 with two solo homers and two RBI. Luis Robert, 2-for-4 with three RBI and two runs scored. Juan Moncada, 2-for-5 with an RBI and a run scored. For Detroit, Jonathan Scope had three hits of the Tigers' seven. He goes three for four with a run scored. Next game up on our docket is the Padres and the Rangers. And let me tell you, Fernando Tatis Jr., this dude is going to be something special. Jabot is up in the pen right now. This is in the air to right field. Back it goes. Nando has done it again. Fernando Tatis Jr., a grand slam. And the Padres go on top, 14-3. Two home runs, seven RBIs for Fernando Tatis Jr. I tell you, Don Orsillo loves himself some Fernando Tatis Jr. That grand slam put the Padres up big in the top of the eighth inning. They crushed the Rangers 14-4, Padres are back to 500 at 12-12, Rangers are 10-11, Zach Davies picks up his third win, he is 3-2, three, three runs on three hits in five innings, two walks and six strikeouts, the loss to Jordy Lyles for Texas, he is 1-2, and two. seven runs, six earned on seven hits in four innings, one walk and two strikeouts. Padres scored five in the second, one in the third, one in the fourth, three in the seventh, and four in the eighth. Homers in the game for San Diego. Austin Hedges, his second. Fernando Tatis Jr. hit two. He has 11 on the season. For Texas, they did not hit any home runs in the ball game. Fernando Tatis Jr., two for five, two home runs, seven RBI. This is the stat line so far this year for Fernando Tatis Jr. He is hitting 305 with an on-base of 383. he He's got 11 homers, and he has driven in 28. If anybody in Major League Baseball in this shortened season has a chance to get to 20 homers, this is your guy. Also for San Diego, Trent Grisham goes 2-for-4 with an RBI and two runs scored. Jerickson Profar goes 2-for-5 with two RBI and two runs scored. Also, Eric Hosmer, Josh Naylor, and Austin Hedges each scored two runs for the Friars. For Texas, Rugnet O'Dour goes one for four with two RBI. Joey Gallo, one for two with an RBI. A run scored and two walks. Quiet night for the Rangers' offense. They scored four runs, but they had just four hits. Now down to Houston for the Rockies and the Astros. But he did not have a hit in that Seattle series. He ropes one down the line. Fair ball towards the corner. Bregman in to score. Yuli will be waved around. Here comes Guriel. The relay throw will not be made. 2-0 Astros on a Carlos Correa ringing double. That 2-RBI double for Carlos Correa put the Astros up 2-0. Those were the only runs they had in the ball game. They edged the Rockies 2-1 at Minute Maid Park. Houston 12-10. Rockies 13-9, Brandon Belak gets the win, he is 3-0, the Houston starter goes six innings of one run baseball, one hit, four walks, four strikeouts, the loss to Kyle Freeland, he is 2-1, Freeland allows two runs on seven hits over six innings of work, no walks and five strikeouts, Blake Taylor gets his first save for Houston, one hit in one scoreless inning, no walks and no strikeouts. Rockies got their lone run in the top of the third inning. That was thanks to a Trevor Story homer, his seventh. Only two hits for the Rockies in the ball game. that being the only hit given up by Brandon Belak. Astros had seven hits. Houston had two hit games from Uli Guriel, who went two for four with a run scored, and Carlos Correa, who goes two for four with two RBIs. The Astros are starting to round into form. So... As I preview the next game, we talked about what happened with the A's and Giants over the weekend. On Friday night, the Giants put Trevor Gott on the mound in the top of the ninth inning with a five-run lead. He gives it up, A's winning in extras. On Saturday, Gott goes out in a safe situation, three-run lead, and the A's score four, and they win it in regulation. So the Giants are up 6-5 to five going into the bottom of the ninth inning, Trevor Gott is back on the mound. Tommy Stella at the plate represents the winning run. And you can probably guess what happened next. One, two. Stella hits one out to right field. Yastrzemski moving back to the wall. That is gone! Drive home safely! Halos win it in a walk-off by Tommy Lestella. I feel for Trevor Gott. I really do he gives up three leads in the span of three appearances. Tommy Lestella's two run homer walks the Angels off on the Giants 7 to 6. Anaheim is 8 and 15. Giants are 8 and 16. Giants just can't seem to catch a break as of late. Winning pitcher for Anaheim. Ty Buttrey, he is 1-0. and He goes a scoreless ninth inning. Trevor Gott takes the loss. He is 1-2. His second blown save. He allows two runs on two hits in a third of an inning. Giants got up 2-0 top of the first inning thanks to a two-run homer from Brandon Belt. Tommy Lastella cut it to a one-run game with a sack fly. And then Mike Trout tied the game bottom third with a homer his 10th of the year to make it 2-2. Alex Dickerson, an RBI fielder's choice ground out, 3-2 Giants top 5. Anthony Rendon, a ground rule double, 3-3 Angels bottom 5. Then a 2-RBI double from Albert Pujols to make it 5-3. Giants took the lead with a 3-run top of the 6th inning. Chadwick Tromp with a sacrifice fly, and then a Mike Yastrzemski 2-RBI double, 6-5 San Francisco that remained the score until the Lastella walk-off homer. Looking at the box score for the Angels, Tommy Lastella 2 for 4 with 3 RBI and 2 runs scored, David Fletcher 2 for 4 with 2 runs scored, Anthony Rendon 3 for 4 with an RBI and a run scored, Albert Pujols 2 for 4 with 2 RBI, Brian Goodwin 2 for 4 with a run scored. For the Giants, Mike Yastrzemski, two for five with two RBI. He is having a fantastic season. Brandon Belt, one for four with a two-run homer, two RBI for him. Mauricio Dubon goes two for four with two runs scored. Well, the Bay Area team suffered in multiplicity on walk-offs last night. Let's send it down to Arizona for the A's and the Diamondbacks. Base hit, Diamondbacks walk it off. David Peralta, the freight train, wins it. And the Diamondbacks get over 500. they They've won five in a row. Yeah. David Peralta with the walk-off single. Diamondbacks edge the A's 4-3. Arizona has won five in a row. They're now 12-11. A's take the loss. They're 16-7. Stefan Critcheton with the win. He is 2-0 out of the Diamondbacks' bullpen. Pritchton pitches one scoreless inning. That was the top of the ninth inning. No hits, no walks, no strikeouts. Joaquin Soria takes the loss. He is 2-1. He allows one run in one inning on one hit, although Jake Diekman was the one that gave up the single to Peralta. This was a very back-and-forth affair. Diamondbacks got the first run in the bottom of the third inning on a David Peralta solo homer, his second Bottom six, Diamondbacks make it three to nothing thanks to an Eduardo Escobar fielder's choice and a Carson Kelly RBI single. Robbie Grossman cut the lead to two for Arizona with his fourth homer of the year in the top of the seventh for Oakland. Top eight, Matt Chapman makes it a one run game with a sack fly, and then Matt Olson ties the game after he reached on a fielding error by shortstop Nick Ahmed. That set up David Peralta, bottom nine, with the RBI single. Diamondbacks had 10 hits in the ball game. Peralta had three of them. He goes three for five with two RBI and two runs scored. Nick Ahmed, two for three with a run scored and a walk. For Oakland, the only players with multiple hits were Austin Allen, who went two for three, and Robbie Grossman, who went two for four. Our final game of the night, the Dodgers and the Mariners from Chavez Ravine. Pollock at third, two gone, and a 2-2 to Kike Hernandez. Lifted to left field and deep. Lopes is back on it. That one's gone. Hernandez comes through with a two-run home run, and they've got their second five-run inning tonight. This was a slugfest in Los Angeles. Dodgers outlast the Mariners 11-9. Dodgers were trailing 8-6 going into the bottom of the seventh inning. They score five runs to make it 11-8. Mariners score one in the top of the eighth inning. And the Dodgers hold on to win 11-9. L.A. is 17-7. Mariners are 7-17. Caleb Ferguson with a win out of the Dodger bullpen. His first, he went one and a third, no runs, one walk, two strikeouts. He is 1-0. and Colin McGill, or rather Matt McGill, I don't know why I was thinking of a Colin, takes the loss for Seattle. He is 0-1. Five runs on four hits in two-thirds of an inning, two walks, and no strikeouts. Here's how this ball game went. And by the way, Kenley Jansen with his seventh save, a scoreless ninth inning for Los Angeles. So the Mariners scored two in the top of the first inning thanks to a Kyle Seager RBI single and an Austin Nola RBI single. Dodgers score one bottom first on a solo shot from Mookie Betts, his ninth. Dodgers then score five in the bottom of the second inning on this sequence of plays. Matt Beatty gets hit by a pitch with the bases loaded. Mookie Betts then had an RBI single to give the Dodgers the lead, 3-2, and then Corey Seager with a three-run homer, his sixth of the year, 6-2 LA. Mariners took the lead, though, with a five-run top of the third. Kyle Lewis with a two-run homer, his fifth to make it 6-4. Kyle Seager then a solo homer, 6-5 LA, and then Evan White with his third homer, a two-run shot, 7-6 Seattle. Mariners added an insurance run, top of the fourth inning on a Kyle Seager RBI single. Bottom seven, that's where the Dodgers took the lead for good. A.J. Pollock with an RBI single to make it a one-run ballgame. Max Muncy with a bases-loaded walk, tied the game at eight. Then Jock Peterson hits into a double play that scores the go-ahead run and the key insurance runs coming on the Kike Hernandez two-run homer that you just heard part of a five-run seventh for the Dodgers. Evan White solo homer in the top of the eighth was his second of the game, his fourth of the year, to make it an 11-9 ball game. A huge night for Mookie Betts and Corey Seager. Betts goes two for five with two RBI and two runs scored. Corey Seager, two for four with three RBI and two runs scored. Two hit games each for Justin Turner, who went two for five, and A.J. Pollock, who went two for five. Pollock had two runs scored. Max Muncy had three walks. He went 0-for-1 with an RBI and a run scored. Austin Barnes also goes 2-for-4. Kike Hernandez 1-for-2 with a two-run homer and one run scored. For Seattle, Dylan Moore, Kyle Lewis, Kyle Seager each had three hits. Moore goes 3-for-5 with two runs scored. Lewis 3-for-4 with two RBI and two runs scored. Kyle Seager 3-for-4 with two RBI and two runs scored. Also worth mentioning that Kyle and Corey Seager, brothers, both homered in the same game. I should have noted that off the top. Austin Nola for Seattle, 2 for 5 with an RBI and a run scored. Evan White, 2 homers. He drives in 3, scores 2 runs, and goes 2 for 4. That's your recap for Monday, August seventeenth, 2020. Let's take a look now at today's ball games. Who cares? Let's check it out. Check it out! Day baseball in Houston, a 1-10 Mountain Time start, 2-10 Central Time. Rockies at the Astros, 13-9 Rockies at the 12-10 Astros. Antonio Senzatella for Colorado, 3-0 with a 3-9-1 ERA against Zach Greinke for Houston, 1-0 with a 2-5-3 ERA. 3 5 Mountain Time, or rather 3 5 Central Time in Texas. 12-12 Padres at the 10-11 Rangers. Adrian Morejon makes his season debut for San Diego. Mike Miner goes for Texas. He is 0-3 with a 5-4-9 ERA. One thing, by the way, on that game, I failed to mention that the Fernando Tatis Grand Slam came when the Padres were up big and on a 3-0 pitch. Chris Woodward, the manager of the Rangers, took exception to that in his post-game press conference. Let's see if any Rangers, being any Padres, in particular, Tatis tomorrow, or rather today, I should say. One ten Pacific Time in Anaheim, eight and sixteen Giants at the eight and fifteen Angels, Trevor Cahill for San Francisco no record and an ERA of zero. Dylan Bundy for Anaheim three and one with a one-five-seven ERA. Three ten Pacific time in Arizona. Sixteen and seven A is at the twelve and seventeen or rather twelve and eleven Diamondbacks. Frankie Montas for Oakland, 2 1 with a 1.57 ERA. Luke Weaver, he's had a rough start for Arizona. He's 0 3 with an ERA above 11. 7.05 Eastern Time in Pittsburgh, 13 9 Indians at the 4 14 Pirates. Carlos Carrasco for Cleveland, 2 2 with a 3.22 ERA. JT Brubaker for Pittsburgh, no record, of 3.38 ERA. 7.05 Eastern Time at Yankee Stadium, Battle for the East. 14 and 9 Rays at the 16 6 Yankees. Blake Snell for Tampa, 1 0 with a 208 ERA. Masahiro Tanaka for New York, no record, of 231 earned run average. 7 10 Eastern Time in Atlanta, 8 12 Nationals at the 14 10 Braves. Austin Voth for Washington, 0 2, a 321 ERA. Against Josh Tomlin for Atlanta, 1 0 with a 159 earned run average. At 7:10 Eastern in Miami, 10 and 14 Mets at the 9 and 7 Marlins. David Peterson for New York, 3 and 1 with a 2.91 ERA against Humberto Mejia, no record, a 3.86 ERA. 4:10 Pacific Time in LA, 7 and 17 Mariners at the 17 and 7 Dodgers. Say that three times fast. Marco Gonzalez for Seattle, 2 and 2 with a 3.97 ERA. Tony Gonsolin for LA. No record, an ERA of zero. He has made two starts for Los Angeles. Phillies are at the Red Sox at 7.30 Eastern Time, 8-9 Philadelphia record, 6-17 Boston record. For the Phillies, it'll be Zach Eflin. He's 0-1 with a 3-6 ERA. For Boston, Zach Godley. He's 0-2 with an 8-16 earned run average. 7.35 Eastern Time in Baltimore, 8-11 Blue Jays at the 12-10 Orioles. Nate Pearson for Toronto, no record, of five eleven ERA. Wade LeBlanc for Baltimore, 1-0 with a seven thirteen earned run average. Reds are at the Royals, that game at 7-05 Central Time. Reds are 9-11, Royals are 9-14. Luis Castillo for Cincinnati, he is 0-2 with a 3-9-1 ERA. Reds had their final two games of their series against the Pirates postponed because of COVID issues with Nick Senzel, Brad Keller for Kansas City, He is not allowed a run in his two starts. He is 2-0. 7-10 Central Time in Minnesota, 10-10 Brewers at the 15-8 Twins. Corbin Burns for Milwaukee, no record, a three thirty eight ERA. Kenta Maeda for Minnesota, 3-0 with a two six six ERA. 7-10 Central Time at Guaranteed Rate Field, 9-11 Tigers at the 12-11 White Sox. Tarek Skubal will make his Major League debut, one of Detroit's top prospects. Dylan Cease goes for Chicago, 3 1 with a 3.26 earned run average. Then at 7.15 Central Time, the 5 5 Cardinals at the 14 7 Cubs. Daniel Ponce de Leon for St. Louis, 0 1 record, a 6.75 ERA. Hugh Darvish for the Cubs, 3 1 with a 1.88 earned run average. That's it, and that's all for today's MLB Morning Coffee. Enjoy the baseball, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning.